Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I've been taking supplements and things like that. I stay away from medicine and drugs and, you know, all the stuff that the doctors and pharmaceuticals and stuff like that. I just don't like it. And I've all the supplements that I've been taking throughout the years, and they're, they were good. They're more on the high end, but nothing compares to the balance of nature, just not even close. Well, because I've been running up this hill for 50 years, when I take something different, I can tell the difference in how I feel running because it's the same path I've run for 50 years, a half a mile uphill, and I'm really pumping when I get to the top. And I can tell the difference if I've had the balance of nature's fruits and veggies or if I haven't. Start your journey. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get free shipping and don't forget to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code Kate. Free Center is a proud Hey everybody, I just wanted to tell you real quick, look, we didn't invest in uh, t-shirts and hats. We could have, believe me, I've come up with a slogan or two as you could probably imagine. We have the commemorative uh, Kate Daly Show coin because we want to put money back in your pocket. And we knew that right now, with everything going on, you would want to invest in precious metals. This is a real silver coin. It is a uh, minted after the first coin ever produced in the United States. It has a piece of history that I love. And it has the Kate Daly Show on it, Be Faithful, Be Fearless. comes in a beautiful case. $99, and most of that goes to the show. But it is going to put money back in your pocket. And I do think silver's only going up. I wanted to make sure that you got something out of that, out of helping Truth in Radio. We're up against a lot because shows like this don't go on for a long time because uh, corporations usually edge us out. And I don't want that to happen. Please help this show stay on the air and you can help free speech and know that you did something to help free speech in America survive this. Radio is very important. It's a very important element because you're listening. And when people are listening, as Rush used to point out, when people are listening, they're digesting those words better than watching stuff, something on TV and watching visuals. It's a really important medium. And I want to stay here doing this show with all of my favorite co-hosts. So thank you. Go to Kate Dow radio.com and please pick up a few of those coins i would really appreciate it thank you from the bottom of my heart sponsor of the kate daly show Lionsgate recovery people in recovery helping people find recovery it's time to tune into the kate daly show america's newest addiction the show starts now People who work with government agencies like the CIA know the power of Hollywood entertainment and use it for control. Psychological operations, PSYOPs for short, have their own divisions in the U.S. military and are used by agencies to manipulate what you know. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Entertainment, news, and media are the front lines of the new war. A fifth-generation war of perceptions. How agencies and governments maintain power and control of you. You briefed the press, did you not, when you were there? Well, I had several jobs. One of my jobs was that of analyst. Uh, I also was an interrogator and indeed briefed the press when we, the CIA, wanted to uh, circulate disinformation on a particular issue. Disinformation is not necessarily, uh, not necessarily a lie. It may be a half-truth. And uh, we would pick out a journalist. I would go do the briefing and um, hope that he would put the information in print. For instance, if we wanted to get uh, across to the American public 
that the North Vietnamese were building up their force structure in South Vietnam. I would go to a journalist and advise him that in the past uh, six months, X number of North Vietnamese forces had come down the Ho Chi Minh Trail system through southern Laos. Now, there is no way a journalist can check that information. So either he goes with the information or he doesn't, and ordinarily or usually, the journalist would go with it because it was it looked like some kind of exclusive. And um, I would say our percentage of planning that kind of data was uh, 70 to 80 percent. The correspondence we target. The agencies have done cultural infiltration of entertainment, news and media in the United States of America. It's time you learn about these weapons of war, privatized to corporations, and now being used on you. Well, hello there. It's an interesting clip to start with today. How are you, Uncle Milty? I've been better. I know. You're not, yeah. No, no, I, I actually, I had a little accident the other night, and I, I, I bruised a rib pretty bad, so I'm having a little trouble breathing. Well, I would imagine. Yeah, it's, okay? it's Yeah, I'm okay, but it's painful. I'm it's sorry. just painful. Oh. You take a deep breath, feels like somebody just stabbed you in the ribs. <laughs> oh, gosh. I hate to hear that. I That's know. hard. I wasn't going to tell you because I knew you hated it, but you asked. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Really appreciate that. Well, I hope you feel better, and I hope it heals fast. Oh, it, it is. It's Goodness. actually going like, fast. There's like not a lot you can do with that. Nothing. I mean, There's no real treatment. Yeah. Ugh, just stick it out and get through it. Yep. Hmm. Well, welcome to the show. We have a great show for you today. We have uh, Chris Ann Hall, and uh, she'll be with us at the start of next hour. And then we have Pam Bartha coming on, and she is the one that wrote the books on parasites. This is really fascinating. When I gave uh, I gave a speech at uh, the Red Lion and up in Salt Lake City, and I talked about the fact that you can see a parasite in um, a microscope. You can see a bacteria. Now that's contagious mm-hmm. in a microscope. You can see these things. In a microscope. You can't see virus. It's invisible. Okay. It's invisible unless you mix it up in a vat with disease and then you can see it. Um, Like that that really doesn't make sense, does it? Anyway, she's going to be talking about parasites, MS, all kinds of different things. And um, I can't wait to talk with her. She'll be, she'll be great. Right. Um, And then in the last hour, Yavalde is in the news. We'll talk about the truth about that. And Kanye, I know people want to call him Yee. I don't get that. Why did he change his name to Yee? That's no, such a strange... Much anyway. It sounds I, oriental. I, I want to talk about what I think is happening. Kanye was on Alex Jones, him and Nick Fuentes, and he was wearing this black hood. We'll talk about it in the last yes. hour. Uh, and then Sweden. We'll, we'll talk about what's going on with Sweden, too. Um, so, locally, of course, there's a couple of things. And um, I'm just enjoying this drought that we're in. I was looking outside and I was yeah. thinking, yeah, yeah, we're in, a, we're in a drought, right? St. George City, we're in a drought in Washington County. So kind of interesting little news bits on water recently. Yes, yeah? yes. Let's talk about this for just a it's, second. It's almost like they discovered that there's more to water than <laughs> rain. <laughs> Maybe they've been listening to the show. Maybe. Maybe. Zach Renstrom said, said what? He said He's, there was water? Zach Renstrom said he believes that there is <laughs> drinking water available for use mm-hmm. deep underground. No! They used I'm to, in shock. I, I think they used to call those wells. <laughs> 
That, I am in shock. Yeah, it doesn't connect to any existing aquifers. Nope, it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But the problem, he said, believe it or not, mm-hmm. is that it's expensive. Jeez. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Uh, Water Conservancy District, as we've been uh, trying to say this for a very long time. Um, you know what? It's, it's, it's spendy to do the first couple of wells. In fact, primary water isn't always that deep. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's it's near the surface. It's knowing how to find it is really yeah. the trick, right? That's what people don't grasp. Okay. The other thing is is uh, um, once that's done, we're in a we're in a pretty good place, aren't we? And it's better than a pipeline to Powell, isn't it? And <sighs> and here's the deal too. I mean, my gosh, they're just now figuring this out. I I had an exchange with one of the state guys. Uh, I get emails. I'm on this email list for media, and I wrote back, and there was all this talk about conservation. And I said, "Are you guys just complete morons?" <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to be mean, but do you honestly think water only comes from snowpack? Do you guys honestly think that we never got water before? I mean, how do you think we got it through the centuries? So I talked about primary water, and then he said he was going to send my email through internal channels, right? And um, To the real brain people. <laughs> <laughs> what is with people that control water that don't know much about water? I don't understand that. Do they not ask the most obvious question? Gee, how did we get along in all those desert areas? How did we do it for centuries before they are coming up with all this conservation? Because I said, conservation is about control. Why don't you look at other measures? And uh, he wrote back with some questions. I just... I guess I'm surprised when, how do you get a job in the water district? I want to know how Zach Renstrom got a job as the, as the commissioner of the water. What, what qualifies somebody? Because it doesn't seem like, now I'm grateful that he's actually looking down deep, but what qualifies people to be in water? You know, I think on the application, the first question that they ask uh-huh. is, what do you think is more important, water or deodorant? And if they say deodorant, they're in, you know. (laughs) I don't know. It's bizarre to me. I I guess uh, I had a friend of mine up north that was talking to... was talking to the the water people up north, and all they were spouting on about, they had this big booth, was about, uh, this is my friend Jay, nice nice guy, and was all they could talk about was conservation, so he brought up primary water to them. And it was like deer in the headlights. They were just, what? What is that? And I thought, how can you be in charge of water and not understand that we have it underfoot? It's everywhere. I don't, that to me is... It's as bizarre as the pronoun thing. I'm, it, it makes it, it. I do that. You know when a dog looks at <laughs> looks at you and goes, Rrr? you know, it's like that because I can't imagine somebody in that role and not even asking the most obvious questions like, how did we, how did we survive as humanity for all of these years? Um, we dug, we we dug down. So I what, where does that message? Why, I don't understand not asking the obvious. You know, here here's my problem. They they say that it could cost up to two million dollars just to explore mm-hmm. for a deep well. Yeah, 
And then, of course, you have to pay to pump the water out. Right. So, it's expensive. They're talking millions here. Well. But the mm-hmm. Lake Powell Pipeline, they're talking <laughs> billions. <laughs> yep. So, which is more expensive? Right. And I actually, I don't think it takes millions. I think they're rounding that up quite heavily um, because, because of the fact, and I say this, qualifying this, with the fact that you can find primary water closer to the surface, too. Not everything is going to take multi-million dollar wells, but it's as if, you know, it's when I brought this up to Michelle Randall, the mayor of St. George. Yeah, that's not, mm -mm. it's, you know, we, that would be, um, you know, property. Um, Yeah, we can't do that. And I went, do you even know what you're talking about? (laughs) Uh, You know, the, uh, the commissioners have grabbed so much property around here for themselves, for government purposes. There's plenty of places to do this. We don't have a shortage here. And the other thing is, is it doesn't take a ton of money because when you can find it closer to the surface, you're pretty golden. What? Mm-hmm. Why in the world is this hard for people to understand? But of course she poo-pooed it, and then I'm the crazy. Okay, yeah, that, yeah, that's not good. That's just a talk show host, you know, on a talk show, and that can't be. I mean, give me a break. Go do the research. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hello, cousin Kate, Uncle Milton. <laughs> How are Carl. you? Hi, cousin Carl. How yeah. are you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, at the end of the day, we all know what, what the reason is they want this pipeline. It's because of the uh, contractors, uh, you know, they've already got lined up, ready to do it. Yeah. You're right. And so, you know, pocket in the pocket in one hand, you know, or, or mm. not, I mean, money in one hand and money out the other, you know, yeah. hand me this, hand me that. Yeah. So, I mean, it, we, there's nothing we can do about it unless we change, you know, who's, who's sitting in the seats. Yeah. For sure. Thank you for that. I, I appreciate that. And here's okay. Here's my suspicion. The reason that they're even proposing the idea right now is so that they can make it fail in front of you, right? Knock out any other idea. Don't go with the obvious. Don't go with the water underfoot. Knock out anything. And maybe that's why they're bringing it up. I hate to be of a suspicious nature, but I've seen this before. And then what they do is they make it fail in front of you. So you go, oh, well, that's not going to work. So now we're back to the pipeline, right? But we tried. (laughs) We tried. (laughs) Uh, That's it's unfortunate. But um, that I feel that way. It's just that there's too much control and money in this. And they're not going to give that up. And if enough people could understand the volume of primary water and the renewable forever state of primary water, go watch the movie Mully. It's a great recent account of primary water. Mully is on Netflix, I think. It's on Prime. Mully, M-U-L-L-Y. Tells a story about how he found primary water, saved an entire, saved his family, and actually totally changed the ecosystem in his uh, uh, village in Africa. Go, go, just he prayed to know where to to go. But I guess we can't have that kind of faith in government, right? You can't, nah, can't mix that. It's just, come on, it's right underfoot. Let's go. Give me a break. It's all about control, you guys. Control and money. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Dan and I with throats burned dry and 
Oh, thanks, Marty Robbins. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Hope you're doing okay today. And uh, I hope it's a good day for you. I really do. And I've got Uncle Milty here, Chris Ann Hall coming up, Pam Bartha coming up, and a lot to talk about today, of course. Get over and get the Invasion book. Invasionbook.com. It's a fantastic read, and it has a lot of solutions and things you can actually do to help save your city and county from its government. <laughs> how, do I, how do I put that any nicer? From its government, from the government that is just hell-bent on making sure they regulate all the way down to how to tie your shoes, okay? And what you wear on a t-shirt. I love St. George. Anyway, so, you know, that kind of thing. Just invasionbook.com, fantastic book by Ben McClintock. Go order it. Go order it. And uh, it's so reasonably priced, and and honestly, it's great. It's fantastic. Also, um, North Star Insurance. Make sure you go to North Star Insurance. Click or call insurance.com for help on uh, financial, on what to do. All kinds of th- all kinds of help. In fact, they'll give you a complimentary uh, quote and kind of go through your situation with you. And I, I love that they'll, they're willing to do that. Six five six ten sixty six five six ten sixty. Jen or Dave, click or call insurance.com. They're on Tabernacle, and you'll really like them uh, for life insurance purposes, all kinds of things. And they can figure out what's best for you because for it's you know everybody's different and everybody has different needs. And I, I like that they address things separately. Um, to what your needs are. Okay. So can I just play a two minute clip? No. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) This is, uh, once again, primary water. Here you go. Here's an explanation. Remember when we thought the sun revolved around the earth or that the earth was flat or that we were running out of fresh water? Nothing could be further from the truth. We have more fresh water than we will ever need. In fact, we're sitting on an inexhaustible source of pure, fresh water that has never seen the light of day. It's called primary water. Primary water is created deep within the earth from a synthesis of hydrogen and oxygen. Under tremendous pressure from the earth's internal heat, this water in the form of vapor is forced upward through rock fissures in the earth's crust, becoming liquid as it cools. How much water are we talking about? Scientific estimates range from quantities equal to the Earth's oceans to many times that amount. And this pure primary water continues to be produced by our planet's natural internal processes. Although the science of primary water is not yet widely known, the truth is that our blue planet Earth is the real source of our water. Asteroids are comets, as you may have been told, and not rainfall. The atmospheric cycle of water, driven by the sun and including rain, evaporation, runoff, aquifers, and reservoirs, is only a small part of our planet's water story. Primary water sources are independent of rainfall and do not deplete our aquifers, since primary water comes from much deeper in the earth than our relatively shallow aquifers and oceans. Primary water provides us with an abundant source of readily available, uncontaminated fresh water. As unbelievable as this may sound, we now have the science and technology to easily tap into primary water and access all the fresh water we need without deep drilling and without depleting or damaging our aquifers. This is an amazing opportunity. Think about it. Abundant fresh water for drinking, for farming, for creating a new economic reality. 
Primary water is the solution we have been looking for. By tapping into primary water sources all around the globe, we can leverage the life-giving power of water to create an abundant, economic world. The potential in this is unlimited. With primary water and sustainable farming practices, we can create communities and a world where possibility can thrive because healthy food and fresh, pure water are abundant. This is really possible, and it comes at a perfect time for transforming our world from the misconceptions of scarcity to the truth of natural abundance. It is time to take a new road and create a better world by tapping into the gift of primary water. Well, <laughs> that's for the Water Conservancy District. Hmm. I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm not sure about all that, Kate. Really? It makes much more sense that <laughs> it makes much more sense that God created a planet where we'd run out of water. <laughs> So government can control it even more yeah. through mm-hmm. conservation. So the reason also we're saying this is uh, Cox uh, went ahead and dropped this huge like uh, we're gonna we're gonna transform Utah now with all of the nonsense planned for action plan action plan for water coordinated action plan and um, it's all nonsense. It's a groundbreaking effort to tackle water issues because he won't just ask the obvious or learn because there's too much control so he's basically saying there'll be five million of us in 20 years so we have to you know uh, in utah so we have to do this and uh and of course it it's really all about control because the whole thing's about conservation instead of tapping into this water hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead good afternoon to the both of you hey hi go right ahead uh kind of a novel thought Mm mm-hmm um, if anybody from the Conservancy District is listening, if we are so short on water and it is so precious and, and so scarce, why do we keep encouraging people to build and move and every time you turn around a new subdivision breaks ground? That's a novel question. I, You know what? They want to ignore that question and don't ask that question. Um, you're not allowed to, citizen. So. Oh. Yeah. Well, and, and another one real quick. Uh, sure. You know, we always hear about global warming, right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. We're all going to fry and we're all going to die and the oceans are rising, correct? Sure. Yeah, that's what we're told. Uh, has anybody heard about desalinization? <laughs> You're not allowed to ask that question either. It's kind of one of those oh. things where that's, no, we don't discuss that. But if you're all about conservation, they'll meet with you. So. Oh. Yeah, so kind of how it works. Something as simple as, you know, uh, for California and all mm-hmm. of the coastal states, right. desalinize. Yeah. And get your water there. I mean, it's not like the Middle East doesn't do it. <laughs> yep. um, you know, yeah, uh, well. how about the coastal states? You know, because California, isn't that the one that's robbing the Colorado the most? Yeah. Uh, desalinize. Well, that would be a good answer. That would be good, except for the fact that they don't want to talk about that. <laughs> so thanks. For, thank you, though. Uh, yeah. Well, the other thing about desalinization in mm-hmm. California is it's a bad investment because they don't know exactly when they're going to fall into the ocean. <laughs> like, we don't know. So, yeah, so. Uh, primary water was actually talked about to them. You know, I've done lots of shows on it, so I don't want to go over it again because there's lots of podcasts that I've done that you can listen to. But it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous when the people that run the water and don't know anything about it have never even heard of it. Can you even imagine that? No, I can imagine that. And I'll tell you, mm-hmm. you just you said the word ridiculous a couple mm-hmm. times. 
This is how ridiculous everything is. Okay. Do you know that there's a problem in Hawaii right now? And all those people that move there to live on an active volcano are seeing an eruption <laughs> and can't figure out. The ones out that live that, on the active yeah, volcano? The ones that live on the active volcano are surprised they're seeing lava come up out of the ground. Oh, you guys. It's, it's just insane. As, well, just as surprised as I would be living in California to see an earthquake there. I mean, it's a shockeroo, right? Or living down in the islands uh, near Florida and getting, you know, a major storm. Um, sometimes I think we have rocks for brains. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just really not shocking, is it? It's not. It, it can't be shocking, right? <sighs> I'm tired. I know. It, it is. It's exhausting. It's exhausting because of the lunacy of all of it. I think that's what gets me more than yeah. more than the actual thing. It's just how can people. I don't want to say be this dumb because it sounds so mean, but oh my gosh, I live on a volcano and it's erupting. It wasn't allowed to do that. <laughs> I was told that my house would never have to do. Well, you know, it's things happen. It doesn't matter where you live. Nope. You're going to get something, right? Thank goodness, I mean, because we need goes? lots of crises. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Um, I'm calling from Hawaii. Ah, now, were you shocked at the volcano yeah. erupting or... <laughs> Yeah, very timely. Uh, yeah. Your, uh, mention of the eruption on the Big Island, right? Um, a Big Island of Hawaii, that is. Yeah. But uh, perhaps uh, an interesting story concerning water experts uh, might tickle your fancy. At at, at my health club, uh, fellow that I'd seen on a daily basis, I knew he worked for the state somehow, uh-huh. but uh, never really inquired about it. But there was a headline some years back in our local uh, uh, fish wrap that was uh, on Saturday, mm-hmm. okay, Dead News Day, mm-hmm. and the headline says, EPA, mm-hmm. Environmental Protection Agency, detects higher levels, uh, uh, exceeds mm-hmm. uh, uh, limits for fecal coliform bacteria, which happened to be that drainage uh, uh, canal just happened to be next to the most popular beach in the entire state, <laughs> Waikiki Beach. Right, okay. right. Mm-hmm. Okay, contained within the article, you read down further, uh, we find that Hawaii uh, did in fact exceed the uh, federal limit of, I believe it was 14 or 15 fecal coliforming units per deciliter, okay? Hmm. And in the course of conversation, this fellow just happened to mention, I mean, this is at, uh, later, later, sometime later, that uh, he worked for the water department in the right. state. Right, Okay. Okay. And so I brought, I brought up that. Do you remember when uh, that, that headline came out that... Uh, that the state exceeded uh, the fecal coliform uh, limit. Now, here's the rub. Okay. The limit set by the EPA was, I say, 14 to 16 or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. They measured a limit of 20,000 wow. fecal coliforming units Yummy. per deciliter. I said, isn't that amazing? His response which I don't know how far it pertains to other water administrators, was, ah, you can't go by numbers. (laughs) (laughs) 
You can just go by what the disease you're about to get. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, love love bacteria. That's wow. Can't go by numbers, but they well, go by numbers with everything well, else. Interesting. Let's hope that that was an isolated instance of mm-hmm. a particular uh, buffoon. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. but well ensconced. Yeah. Okay, a degree professional from the East Coast, right. an import here, who is uh, placed in charge and nothing more than a political hack. <laughs> and uh, uh, needless to say, well, right. perhaps not needless to say, but any further conversation mm-hmm. between he and I mm-hmm. were terminated from his end before they began. <laughs> Thanks for the call. We're about to go to break. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> well, I, you know credentialed. I just would love to know the meaning of that, credentialed. Uh, my gosh, you know, everything going on in our country right now, guess what KSL is reporting on? Pepsi wants you to drink soda with milk and call it pilk. Can't make that up. Seriously, front page news. That sounds absolutely disgusting. It really does. <laughs> About as disgusting as the water getting into your mouth in Hawaii. Waikiki Beach. Gross. <laughs> uh, yeah, pilk. Hmm, yummy. All right, be right back, Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. star Laura Ozist uh, with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. And uh, it's Oh Come All Ye Faithful. Great song, right? She's a beautiful singer, gorgeous singer. Uh, welcome back to the King Daly Show. We're so happy to have you listening. And of course, well, we, we welcome, I can't talk today, but we welcome <laughs> all of your phone calls. What is my problem today? Um, today. We welcome. <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> anyway, I just, uh, I just wanted to mention uh, ABC, Auto Body Central. If you're in an accident, you get to choose your provider. So choose them. They're on San. Hill Drive, uh, 817-0949. They're really good, and they're really good at collision repair, okay? Um, I wouldn't go anywhere else. stgeorgebodyshop.com. And uh, they just have, you know, decades of experience, and they're fantastic. Dixie Chiropractic is the place to go. Also, when in an accident or or for any other chiropractic needs, because they have state-of-the-art equipment. Um, He was even featured on the doctor's uh, TV show. Just a great guy, and will help you and your family. 673-1443. My husband has sure loved um, what uh, Ward has been able to do for him. And... um, let me tell you, they're fantastic. Dixie, uh, Dixie Chiropractic, Southwest Vision as well, and uh, Beehive. Oh my gosh, Beehive Rentals, same thing. These are the places I would go and give your business to because they believe in liberty, they believe in freedom, they believe in freedom of speech, and uh, I adore them. So they do good work, and I really appreciate all their efforts. Beehive Rental for any uh, rental equipment, even a trailer or anything, even hand tools. And then, of course, Southwest Vision for neuro lenses. Oh my gosh, my neuro lenses. I love my glasses. I never thought 
thought I would love glasses as much as I love those. They're lightweight and they're just amazing. Um, so uh, we were just, well, well, let's take a couple of calls because I wanted to talk about the cops <laughs> for just, I do. I want to talk about the cops. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. This is a pretty uh, local story. Uh-huh. There was a man who lived in Rachel, Nevada, mm-hmm. and his girlfriend lived in Vegas. Okay. And they were very outspoken about Area 51. Right. And simultaneously, the FBI gestapoed both their homes. Hmm. And I was just wondering, what were they looking for? Yeah, right? I hmm. mean, I mean, kicking the door, guns drawn, you know, yeah. the whole nine yards, seize everything. Hmm. It's just, it's a weird story, well, but, you know. It sounds like just a threat. It, oh, so- it okay. sounds like a threat to just not say anything. I don't know, but go ahead. No, you well, guys. I mean, wait, 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 wait. What? <clears throat> no, the wait. real issue is uh-huh. is that they were hiding a little green man that escaped from there. <laughs> they were hiding yeah. a little. Well, <laughs> FY for everybody's eyes. Yeah. Once you kick in my door, mm-hmm. you can scream, "I'm the king of Siam," and these are my twelve dancing girls. Yeah. It doesn't matter because <laughs> it's already on. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Appreciate that. Well, uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. So, Kate, I'm just yeah. going to throw this out speculatively. Sure. You and I are roughly the same age. Mm-hmm. I know I was raised in Sacramento Valley, Northern California, you Southern California. Okay. Do you remember a lot of the late 70s, early 80s church films, the one called Windows of Heaven? No. Did you see that a lot? I didn't. I did, mm-hmm. and I don't know why, huh. and it's... It's the story of the drought that happened in the late 1800s down in um, early 1900s, maybe, but I think late 1800s. The drought that was happening in St. George, Mm -hmm. and nobody was paying their tithing. Mm. They were encouraged to pay their tithing, and all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. it rained and rained and rained and rained, and knowing Mm -hmm. the predominant religion of the area, how much that is playing into, well, we can only get rain from heaven. Mm, Interesting. Thank you for that. Yeah, I've never seen that. Um, I I don't know. I know that once, okay, number one, I know prayer works for many reasons and for many things, and I rely on prayer heavily in my life. So prayer works, and prayer can bring about miracles. I've seen them in my own life, so... I definitely can point to that. And when it comes to water, I think demonstrating faith is a good thing. I think you could you could obviously have miracles no matter what it is. But I do think also at the same time, we need to just have common sense and say, how did they do it before? <laughs> and maybe we could do that again. But also, what did Mully do when he wanted to find primary water? He prayed for where it was. He prayed for where to dig. And he said he awoke in the morning and God gave him an answer on where to dig. He went to that exact spot with his wife, dug, and guess what? They found primary water. So we rely on God and common sense. We have faith and we rely on common sense. Done. This is, this is so much easier than the painstaking Governor Spencer Cox ideas of conservation and a whole bunch of nitwits that can't figure out any common sense or any faith in the matter and only go to control. That's what I would say to that. Well, I was just going to say that basically I was, 
we live in a mm-hmm. world that proves yep. that without faith or common sense, mm-hmm. you're in a mess. <laughs> <laughs> amen. Yeah. Uh, amen. So sometimes when we pray, we can we can be smart about what we're praying about, right? He didn't he didn't pray for it to rain. He said, "Lead me to where to dig for water." Yeah. Different prayer. Okay. Yes, Different is. prayer. Now both could end up faith wise in the result of water. That's so I'm not discounting praying for rain, but it's the, the problem is, is that we're constantly taught. That's the only place that you can pray for it to come from. Right. That's ridiculous. Um, because we know that it's underground. Um, heavenly father set up a wonderful world for us with renewable water everywhere. Okay. Um, let's talk about cops for just a moment. Well, (laughs) this is a touchy subject. It's not about cops. It's really not. It's, it's, it's an interesting thing. It's Mm -hmm. about the way our representatives try to pull the wool over our eyes is what it's about. Yes, it is. So there's an article, Mm -hmm. the Ivan Santa Clara police or city council has given the police a raise. Mm -hmm. And in the article, it talks about, oh, they got this six dollar an hour pay raise. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, no big deal. Little six dollar an hour pay raise. The average pay for a police officer, Ivan Santa Clara, is sixty one thousand five hundred a year. Mm-hmm. A six dollar an hour raise without any overtime. Not fifty cents. Not a quarter. No, six like six an bucks hour an hour is a twenty percent raise. Wow. So no wonder they didn't say 20%. They said $6 an hour. $6 That's an hour. They never mention how much they earn now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they never mention that $6 an hour is a 20% raise. It's kind of funny when they were trying to tax when Michelle Randall wanted to tax all of you. Mm-hmm. She was really angry that you wouldn't allow that because it's supposed to be in our budget already. Um, and it is. But they all they talked more about... about um, they, well, they didn't, they never gave the dollar an hour. No. It's just interesting that they didn't give the dollar an hour. Okay, go ahead. I'm so, just remembering that. So they didn't mm-hmm. raise taxes. Uh huh. Yeah. They, you know, I think probably what they did was they just canceled a couple pickleball courts. Yeah. <laughs> but they, but, but the problem is, is the way mm-hmm. they do it. Right. Why don't they tell us all the facts? Mm-hmm. This is what the police earn. Mm-hmm. This is what we think they should earn. Right. It's a 20% raise to get there, and we're going to give it to them. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. you're not happy about that, then you can discuss it. Now, with let me be very suspicious for just a moment again. Boy, I'm going to sound suspicious in this hour. Um, let, me, let me tell you my first thought, and then I'll tell you my second. My first thought was, oh, so the cities are pressuring the outlier cities to do this at such a big jump right? To make it, to put pressure on St. George so that they can say, well, their cops are making this. Now we need to tax you more for this instead of stopping all the capital projects and the parks, the nonsensical parks that we have, and actually doing that themselves. So what they're going to try to do is manipulate that into a scenario where you feel like, well, the St. George cops are making so much less than everybody else now. Sorry, that's my suspicious nature. Well, no, that's exactly Just what knowing how they work. You know that. Yeah. It's not suspicion. We've seen it before. <laughs> yeah, they're so manipulative. I mean, think about it this way. They just provided you articles about the the one old park that only has a swing set now and no slide because you wouldn't tax yourself, you evil little citizen. I could not believe that piece was done. And Michelle Randall was all over that piece. And if you can, as you can tell, I don't like being manipulated by mayors. So, you know, there you go. Um, I'm very vocal about it and I don't like it. And it's tons of manipulation. Here's my second thought, though. And you guys might not agree with me at all. Probably won't. 
I actually think the cops should make 100000 a year. And I propose that the administration and our doofy county commissioners and our mayors that only want to tax you more and everybody else and like the uh, city manager and the staff of, what was it, six to eight people, all making over 100000 a year? Why are they making 100000 a year? They should all be at 50 or 60. We shouldn't have that many employees. There's only 95,000 people in St. George. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you a for instance. There's only 95,000 people. Why do we have such a staff-heavy uh, city? So reduce all of their money, and I would appreciate it if you'd give it to the cops and the firemen. I'd, I'd actually love that. Swing it their way, but they see they won't do that. So Adam yeah. Lenhart was making the equivalent with um, benefits of 250000 a year. 260000 Give me a break. She so, didn't deserve it. So let me understand what you're sure. saying. You're saying that the mm-hmm. bureaucrats should <laughs> stop being paid double what they should get uh-huh. and give it to the police officers yep. who put their life on the line. Yeah, that. <laughs> Let's I do that. Yeah. And then we actually would save a ton of money. You'd see the budget then fall yeah. well under $300, a, uh, $300 million a year, finally. We wouldn't be over $500 million. Thanks, St. George. Yeah. And... Uh, and we would actually do what's right. So you would actually pay the pay the good policemen that actually would have to go through liberty training by Chris Ann Hall for that money, including mm-hmm. the sheriffs, right? And uh, I think uh, all of them should make 100000 a year. Same with the firemen. And then pay, of course, uh, for your streets. Stop with the nonsensical parks. We have enough. And uh, this capital projects that are ridiculous. And let's go back to giving them... Uh, a very, very low amount because they honestly, why are they all making over a hundred thousand a year and some too? This is, this is extraordinary. Why are we not upset about that? I mean, come on. The average income in America is 53,000 a year. Give them that. The administration, not the cops, the administration. Do you know how much money we would save doing that? I don't ever see that proposed. They do Hmm. put a lot of effort into, to, uh, screwing those over yeah you might be surprised that i'm saying this but i actually feel like um okay give the money where the money should go and um the cops if you're going to be a good cop that actually um understands the constitution and rights of people and you're and you're trained well in liberty and the constitution and you know your job well then you are worth having around at a hundred thousand dollars a year i fully support that. It, it's not about the money. It's about the job. Mm-hmm. What is the job yeah, worth? Yeah, because the administration, are you kidding me? Do you yeah. ever think Adam Lenhart deserved $260,000 a year? Never. With with a group that helped him do his job because he couldn't do it? Come on. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. So, and the county commissioners, over 100000 a year for what? For what? So this, the city manager's office was costing the taxpayers $600,000 a year for that one office. For 95,000 people? I mean, 600000 a month. Isn't that ridiculous, you guys? I mean, come on. You got, you, got, you got to think that's ridiculous and asinine. And why aren't we questioning that more? How much? What does the city attorney make, county attorney make? I mean, all these people are making a great amount of money and... I don't think they deserve it. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You got 45 seconds. 
Hallelujah. Someone finally said it. Yeah. Our city is way too top heavy. That Thank you. That needs to come off because they don't do squat crap. Thank you. Give it to the people who risk their lives every day. Yep. Yes. And then I'll wear my mandatory I Love St. George t-shirt. <laughs> right? Exactly. There you Thank go. Thank you for saying it. I've been thinking this for for over two years. We are, we've got to get rid of all of the extra costs that yep. we have. If these people would actually do their damn job. Exactly. And did you, no, did you Um, notice how they never talked about that at that tax meeting? It was never about their salaries or Adam's salary. It was never about anything like that. It was just, we love the parks. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. Thank you for the call. I love it. Yeah. How how about no salary at all? Give them a commission on what they saved the taxpayers. Yes. And then we'll thank (laughs) you for your actual service. Instead of giving you that when it's unearned. Because if you're making money, how is that service? Really? How is that a community service? Make the, the cops and firemen 100 grand a year. Everyone else, 53000 a year. The average of the actual citizen yep. in America right now. That's exactly how it should be in every single city. And then I'll wear my I Love St. George t-shirt. All righty. Be right back with Chris Ann Hall.